the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. And good morning. I'm Gary Randall. Thank you so much for joining me today. It's Friday, February the 23rd, 2024, in the year of our Lord. Today in 1685, composer George Frederick Handel was born in present-day Germany. His story is quite an interesting story. Maybe we'll take some time and tell that story one of these days. He was failing as a music guy, a music writer, and uh, he really prayed about it and every, one thing or another. And it, it's a it's a fascinating story, and it shows how the Lord directs our lives as he directed his life to do something very different than what he had been doing. And thus, what we know as the, hol- the Hallelujah Chorus uh, was given birth out of his heart under the leading of the Lord. Today in 1822, Boston was granted a charter to incorporate the city. Today, in 1836, a siege of the Alamo began in San Antonio, Texas. Today, in 1861, President-elect Abraham Lincoln arrived secretly in Washington to take office. He arrived secretly because there was word of a possible assassination plot in Baltimore. Today, in 1903, President Theodore Roosevelt signed an agreement with Cuba to lease the area around the Guantanamo Bay, to the United States. We still have that under lease. Today, in 1942, the first shelling of the U.S. mainland during World War II occurred. A Japanese submarine fired on an oil refinery near Santa Barbara, California. Didn't cause any damage. Today, in 1945, during World War II, U.S. Marines on Iwo Jima, they captured Mount Sirbachi, where they raised two American flags. The second flag raising was the one that was captured by an Associated Press uh, photographer, and it became iconic. You've seen it everywhere. They make little moldings of it, and the the image of it is is seen often. I, I suppose there are those in our country today, I don't mean this cynically, but it's truthful. I suppose there are those that are trying to remove that as well, because who knows, but that would certainly offend somebody somewhere at some time. So I suppose they're working on that as well. But that's been an iconic picture that sort of captured the spirit of a very just war, World War II. Today in 1954, the first mass inoculation of school children against polio using the Salk vaccine, it began in Pittsburgh. About 5,000 kids were vaccinated. Today in 2011, a major policy reversal changed everything, really, in America. Barack Obama, who had claimed that he thought marriage was between a man and a woman, proved that he really didn't believe that. It was just a political matter. He said it would, he would no longer, his administration would no longer defend the constitutionality of the Defense of Marriage Act federal law banning recognition of same-sex marriage that had been signed by his political cohort, President Bill Clinton. Today in 
Last night, the religious broadcasters met in, uh, they met for several days, but last night, former President Donald Trump spoke to the national religious broadcasters in their conference. I've attended many of those over the years. I was very active at one time in the NRB, and uh, it was was a good thing, and I was, uh, it it, it was profitable to me to be involved in the sense that I learned a lot and, and met a lot of people that I've kept in contact with over the years. But it's a it's a good coming together of people who are in the Christian broadcasting business, and so that took place anyway in Nashville this year. And last night, Donald Trump spoke to them. He was well received, and um, he said <clears throat> he said he's going to if he becomes president, and he believes he will. He said he's going to de- the White his White House is going to defend Christian values, and even suggested he'd shield the faith central. Uh, iconography is the word he used, warning a convention of religious broadcasters last night that he, the left wants to tear down our crosses. <clears throat> well, they, they're trying to certainly do everything they can to stop Christianity from having its rightful place in a nation that was founded upon Christian values, that's for sure. Trump said, remember, every communist regime throughout history has tried to stamp out the churches just like every fascist regime has tried to co-opt them and control them. And in America, he said the radical left is trying to do both. Trump told hundreds of cheering attendees at the National Religious Broadcasters International Christian Media Convention, he said they want to tear down crosses where they can and cover them up with social justice flags. Well, he's right on that. That is what they want to do. Trump added, he said, but no one willing, he said, but no one willing, uh, will he be, will be touching the cross under the Trump administration. He said, I swear to you. This comes as leading conservatives have increasingly been calling on Trump to openly build his second term around the Christian values upon which this nation was founded. He said they want to tear down crosses where they can and cover them up with social justice flags. That caught my attention because that's that's right. I mean, that is what they're doing. They, they're trying to conform Christianity into a ideology that embraces this social justice idea. And that's what this Christian nationalism is all about. That's why I talked about it the last two days. We talked about it because it's something that is growing and if you are a, a, a Bible-believing Christian and you do not embrace the leftist view that denies and rejects going into all the world and preaching the gospel that convicts people of their sin by the Holy Spirit and transforms them for all eternity through their acceptance of Jesus Christ as Savior, that's the answer to the squalor of the world. But the left has made social justice. If I feel compassionate about something, that's God's will. Well, we are to be compassionate. But that's not the gospel. The gospel is the story of Jesus Christ dying on a cross, buried and resurrected from the dead. That's the story of the gospel. And that's kind of where we are. That's the intersection we are. A nation that was founded exclusively by Christians, but not to be a nation exclusively for Christians. Patrick Henry said, "We are the the way our Constitution is is uh, created 
and the way our country has been built and set up. He said he gives us religious freedom. He said it even gives freedom to those who are not religious. Because we believe that God gives freedom, not government. That's the exception of America. That's why we are an exceptional nation. So that's what Trump was touching on a little bit last night. He brought the crowd to its feet repeatedly. Frequently, he championed his record on abortion. It's very good. He was always uh, pro-life in all of his decisions as president. Christian media together, they, they, they were wearing white baseball caps, a lot of them last night. Not red, but white. And uh, I, I don't know who sponsored that, but I know some people that I, I think would that's the kind of thing they would do. But anyway, they were wearing, a lot of the guys in the audience were wearing these, these uh, uh, red and white baseball caps, and they were emblazoned with the phrase, Make America Pray Again. And uh, that Trump liked that, of course. But anyway, he used his speech to talk about his first term and how he he wants to do more to uphold religious freedom than any administration in history. And I know the skeptic would say, oh, come on, Gary, it's a political speech. He'll go down the road and support something else. Here's the problem, though, with that idea as related to Trump. And this is not a defense of Trump. It's just a defense of reality. And we have very little reality in our world today. Trump said he would do things, and he did. George Bush told us, George W. told us, I was sitting in the audience when he said that. It was fact it was an NRB meeting. And George Bush said, I w- I'm going to move our, our embassy in, in Israel to its rightful place in Jerusalem. We all jumped to our feet and applauded. I mean, we liked George Bush at the time. We all jumped to our feet and applauded and said, yeah, praise the Lord, that's good. But he didn't do it. Even Ronald Reagan, and I'm a big fan of Ronald Reagan, he didn't do it, but he talked about it. I think he wanted to. Probably Bush did too. Trump comes in and just does it. That's why Christian people who understand his life as a train wreck, personal life, multiple marriages and stuff and marriage failures and all that, I mean, we understand that. But as Franklin Graham has said so often, when we have a presidential election, we're not electing a pastor. We're electing a president. I wish he would be a president who was born again by the power of God and an outspoken person about the blood of Jesus Christ and the resurrection of Christ and so on. And there are those there are those that do have that testimony, but they haven't won the presidency. In fact, they didn't even win in the primaries. Trump stands for what we believe, even if he doesn't live it, but he calls himself a Christian. And I, who am I to judge him? I don't know. But I know what he says, and more importantly, as president of the United States, I know what he did. That's why these guys had him there speaking last night. I know them. I know where they're coming from. <clears throat> so anyway, he used his speech to uh, say he's going to do more to uphold religious freedom in a second uh, presidency. Tennessee holds its primary uh, next on Tuesday, 
uh, March, uh, March the 5th. And a number of other states around the country have their primary on that same day. So um, we'll see what happens then as far as the political movement is, is concerned. But some religious leaders were initially hesitant to get behind Trump when he first ran in 2016. And the media would have you to believe today that a lot of the religious people are pulling away from Trump. What they're referring to, and I mentioned this yesterday or day before, but what they're referring to is they're referring to the leftist Christians who do not hold evangelical views, but they identify themselves as an evangelical. They never supported him in the first place. But the media likes to report on the fact that they don't support him as a giving the impression that people are walking away from him and they don't support him anymore and we got to move on and you got to, you know, elect uh, Jim Wallace or some far left, so-called far left Christian. So that's that's the tug of war that's going on politically in our nation. It's a spiritual problem, but it plays out politically. And when we have a spiritual renewal, you'll see politics get realigned with reality. That's why we need the move of God in our country today, like perhaps never before. But uh, Trump rang the bell last night among the people that I read, what they were saying, Troy Miller, who's the, uh, he's the president and CEO of the National Religious Broadcasters. He said, I think as they've learned more, as people have learned more and more and listened to Donald Trump speak, the one thing I hear all the time from people is that they really feel like Trump understands them. And that's the biggest connection that people make is this guy is in politics and he gets us. He understands where we're coming from. I got that same feeling myself over the years. I've never met him, but I've paid attention to him. And that's kind of the universal feeling among true evangelicals. No, we wouldn't choose his lifestyle for sure. God doesn't choose it either. But who knows what his heart is? And has he asked Jesus Christ to become his Savior? There are some that say he has. I don't know. But I do know what he's done, and so do you. So anyway, <clears throat> that's the that's the kind of the stress point in what's happening, and I'm losing my voice again today. I apologize for this. I I could have just taken some days off, but I, I didn't feel like I wanted to do that. There's so much to talk about now. But I don't want I don't want to put you through misery either listening to a scratchy voice. But I think it'll get better over the weekend and I'll be fine by Monday. But anyway, I apologize for that. AI chat box is something that I've talked about quite a bit on this program. It's a uh, artificial intelligence. It is taking our world by storm right now. A lot of people are using it. They're putting it to good use. People, uh, business people, executives are writing their reports. I mean, feeding the information into artificial intelligence and artificial intelligence turns out a report. It's not plagiarism or anything like that. It's just it expedites the time of the person who is um, the executive or whatever so they can get more done. So there is a part of AI that's a good thing, but there is the other side of AI, which is terribly misleading. And Google's latest AI chat box is Gemini. It's facing backlash. 
They trotted it out. First, they said it was going to be a while, and then they trotted it out, and people have been using it. And just in the last few days, people have really been pushing back on it. It's facing backlash for generating politically correct but historically inaccurate, inaccurate images. And that's why I wanted to talk to you for a few minutes about that today. The people will give it a prompt on their computer, and they'll say, like, who signed the the Constitution of the United States. And so they get back these images of different diverse um, uh, people uh, as far as their their race and so on. And, I mean, it isn't the people that signed. It isn't a matter of people are racist and they say, well, I don't like to see, you know, um, Mexican women or black women sitting around a table with other minorities and they're signing the constitution it's not because they're racist i mean i don't know all of but the ones i know and have read what they're saying about this they're not racist they're just trying to be accurate with history it's not about race but the left always has to make everything about race if you mention race they call you a racist and yet they are obsessed with race martin luther king knew more about racial discrimination than they do and if they would just listen to him they claim to they exalt him if they would just follow him and what he said they would be so much better off and so would we our nation he said don't judge people by the color of their skin and that could easily extrapolate to don't Try to rewrite history because you want someone else to have founded America. It is what it is. Why can't we just accept the truth that there were a bunch of white guys who put the Constitution and the Declaration of Independence and so on, they put it together, they wrote it. And they made sure that others could come and become a part of America as they were a part of it in its founding days. And we've become more diverse now, ethnically. That's why America is the greatest place on the planet, because people can come here from all ethnicities, from all beliefs. Atheists can come here and walk around and wave their atheist banner. Guys like me will try to tell people don't pay any attention to them. But they have the right to do it. Well, that's at the kind of the heart of this whole artificial intelligence thing. It's meeting the lowest expectations that anybody could have had. So Google last yesterday is apologizing while it continues to create this artificial reality. It isn't real. It's make-believe. George Washington is black. A request for depicted again. Ben Carson, I would have voted for him as president if he would have gotten that far in, in the uh, in the primaries and become the candidate. I was, in fact, I was hoping he would because he's the real deal. It's not about the color of people's skin, but the people who advocate that we shouldn't look at the pe- color of people's skin are the people that are obsessed with the color of your skin. That's the problem in America today. AI, in the last few days, 
A request for depictions of the Founding Fathers citing the Constitution in 1789 resulted in images of racial minorities partaking in the historic event. According to Gemini, the edited photos were meant to provide a more accurate and inclusive representation of historical context. But what about, let's not try to make a more accurate and inclusive representation of the historical context that's a lie. Why don't we just go with the truth? There are lots of successful people that aren't white. Why can't we just go with the truth? Because race matters to the left, who proclaim to be the the leaders of inclusiveness. They're not inclusive. They're exclusive. And they divide America into bits, parts, and parcels of people because they know if they can divide them and keep them divided, they can control them. That's the problem. And that's all that's breaking down in the black community now. They've been Democrat forever, and a lot of them still are. But boy, there's a movement in that. I'm, I'm reading what some of the people are saying, you know, that, that are very involved. Tim Scott, I mean, I hope he's, I, I hope. Trump picks him to be his vice president. Others, Alan West and all these guys, I mean, they're saying, hey, we need to get over this Democrat thing. We've been just voting whatever they've told us to do. And they're getting over it. They're starting to look around and say, well, what's best for me? What's best for the country? It's not about race, except among the people who make things about race race. So anyway, the strange behavior that sparked this outrage among many who blasted Google for programming politically correct parameters into their AI tool instead of the truth, social media users had a field day testing the limits of it this yesterday. Another user showed that uh, the AI image tool would not produce a picture of a church in San Francisco because it felt it would be offensive to the Native Americans who once lived there despite the fact that San Francisco has churches all over the place. Most of them are empty, but they have them. But no, they, for some reason, artificial intelligence under the masters of the mind that run them and own them, they put Gemini on a no-church track. It's amazing. The New York Post had a headline that read yesterday, Absurdly Woke. Google's AI chat box spits out diverse images of founding fathers, popes, and Vikings, none of which were true. It's amazing. The The New York Post said Gemini's bizarre results came after simple prompts, including one by the Post on Wednesday that asked the software to create an image of a pope. They said instead of yielding a, a photo of one of the 266 pontiffs throughout history, all of them white men, Jim and I provided pictures of a Southeast Asian woman and a black man wearing the holy vestments. Well, I mean, again, if a Southeast Asian woman can become the Pope, that's good for her. But that simply isn't the truth. And that's the problem with this. We're not talking about racism. We're not talking about ethnicity. We're talking about truth. The truth sets you free, and Jesus Christ is the truth. And we get all wrapped up in these things and we somehow attach them to Christianity. Well, I'm a Christian. I'm a compassion. That's why we have to re-elect Joe Biden, because he's compassionate. 
we're not compassionate when we're destroying people's lives because we are putting them in bondage to the government. And that's what welfare does. Welfare is to help, not to control people. So that's the problem out there in La La Land, in computer land. The Brookings Institute in, in, Brookings Institute in 2018, they're a far-left think tank. They published a lengthy, lengthy piece on AI that was intended to be an introduction to the new science. That was, what, uh, uh, six years ago. In it, they promised artificial intelligence is a wide-ranging tool that enables people to rethink how we integrate information, analyze data, and use the resulting insights to improve decision-making. Well, they were partially right several years ago. They are AI is causing us to rethink, but too much of it is causing us to rethink and accept things that are not factual and not true. That's the problem. The New York Times, they published an article yesterday. They said the, the public release of chat boxes last fall kicked off a wave of interest in artificial intelligence. Well, it did. And then they go, they, they give these 35 people that are using AI for work, life, play, and procrastination, and they tell what they're doing with it. And there are good applications for it. I mean, there are. And it's, it's foolish to say there isn't. But in that context... It's being used for all kinds of weird things. Welcome to the world of text with Jesus, AI put out there a year ago, year and a half ago now. I talked about it on this program. The uh, New York Post talked about that as well. They noted that text with Jesus app allows users to chat with an AI version of biblical figures like Jesus Christ and Satan. By shelling out $2.99 a month, you can embark on a journey, they say. Embark on a journey through some of Bible's the Bible's most intricate dialogues. The devil is in the detail. He's the app's most controversial figure. The creator of Text with Jesus was asked why their Jesus was so oddly mild in his responses on some touchy moral issues. The creator of the app acknowledged that the text with Jesus characters tend to avoid taking offensive stances. In other words, we're not going to say the words that Jesus said because they might be offensive. So we're going to change the words of Jesus into another Jesus and we're going to be acceptable to more people. That's where the world is today and that's the problem with the pulpits of the left, with AI and everything else that they can use to advance a leftist point of view. Their Jesus is not the real Jesus of the Bible. It's written in Matthew chapter 24, verse 5, For many shall come in my name, saying, I am Christ, and shall deceive many. And then Jesus said this, If any man shall say unto you, Lo, here is Christ, or there, believe it not. For there shall arise false Christs and false prophets and shall show great signs and wonders insomuch that if it were possible, they shall deceive the very elect. That's what we're talking about. We live in a world where everything it isn't just AI, but AI is the blooming plant of the tech industry right now. It is where we are. It's the thing. And now this guy, this text with Jesus, admits 
that he's not really quoting Jesus' words. When somebody is feeling low and they, they're misled and they get on this text and they want to talk to Jesus, and they start talking to Jesus, Jesus is not saying what the Jesus of the Bible says. And therefore is the problem. Many will be misled. Thank you for being with me, and thank you for your support. Have a great weekend. I'll see you Monday. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.